0: This is the ICO. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number six of the ICO podcast. My name's Kent. And I'm Clayton. It's been a hot second since we've had an episode for you all. Uh, Our last was the unboxing back in January or February. Since we've been in lockdown, it's hard to remember really what month. The days really blur together
1: and, you know, time is just really weird right now. And I'm sure all of you can relate to that.
0: Yeah. And I mean, we could talk for pretty good length about how we've been spending our time while in lockdown, but we will save that for a different venue or something. We'll focus our (laughs) efforts on talking about what Odessa's been up to. And this is probably the most exciting time I've seen on uh, various Facebook groups and social feeds and that kind of stuff in uh, at least the last probably six months or so. Um, And that's the debut of a brand new project from Odessa and Golden Features, and it's called Bronson. So the internet sort of exploded on Sunday afternoon. I was out painting the house, not really paying attention to anything, but got a number of text messages from several different people saying like, oh my God, check this out. Something's happening. Um, and it was uh, actually, I think I even got the notification on the Odessa app, like the mobile app.
1: Oh, very nice. Yeah.
0: Just that like, it's always very cryptic. It just says like Odessa has posted on mm-hmm. th- their wall or whatever. And so you have to actually open it up. And lately it's been recycled content, you know, like watch our Coachella video and stuff like that. Sure, so sure. I didn't think a ton of it at the time. And then once I started seeing other text messages, I was like, okay, something is happening better check this out um, and then within a couple of days we have the first two tracks released by this now trio so before we get too far into it let's just take a listen to these two tracks from Bronson the first one is called Heart Attack no I don't want to be a friend because these feelings are violent this love's a heart attack So again, that one's called Heart Attack, and the second track released is called Vaults. that's Vaults. Both of these tracks are the first two of a 10-song album that will be due out on July 17th. So that's what we know and that's what we're able to listen to and hear today. Like I said, when this first was initially teased on Sunday, it was at four o'clock, straight on the dot. Both Odessa and Golden Features posted essentially the same message of saying like, hey, Mm -hmm. I just just Finished an entire album with fill in the blank depending on which account you're at um, that amassed 12,000 likes on the Odessa Facebook account, which is a- astounding since they had you know it's an account that's not regularly posted from and it's just this in social media world you know we look at what type of post engages best with a with a audience and usually something like this doesn't. Photos. Videos. Yeah, photos, video. You know, engaging.
1: That's what you think, but just a text that says just finished an entire album with blank and some yeah. emojis. Yeah. 12,000 likes later, incredible. Yeah.
0: yeah, so then everybody freaks out, panic mode, um, and what, an hour and 13 minutes later, which I don't know if there's significance of 5.13, but at first I thought, okay, maybe they decided to just, I don't know, advance their release schedule or something. They're like, mm-hmm. people are really talking about this, let's go ahead and just introduce it. But it was on both accounts exactly at 5.13. At least that's for central time, which is when I was reading it. That would have put it at 6.13 on the East Coast or 3.13 on the West Coast. But either way, that would show that it was obviously scheduled for that exact time. So I don't know what that means. Probably nothing, but we're going to obsess. Yeah, we're going to obsess about it anyway. And that messaging was we'd like to introduce you to Bronson, a new project with our friend from Odessa saying golden features. Together, we've just wrapped up a full length album. So then, more frenzy, people freak out. And in fact, people started to guess that they were going to be the special guest on this online stream called Broom Service. Later that mm-hmm. night, which kind of didn't make bad sense in my mind.
1: It didn't, and I actually agreed with it a lot. I was like, "Oh man, like yeah. it makes total sense yeah. that they planned to debut on the day that there's this pretty large online festival happening, yeah. right?" Yeah. Question marks. It all lines up, but the nail in the coffin was the moment you actually looked at the lineup and yeah. the one sheet uh, list view. Right in between the W's, you had the question mark, and so people were like, "It's
0: probably start with W." Yeah. So. Yeah, and I guess I but- I guess I missed that piece because I went ahead and stayed up. Mm-hmm. It was late. I mean, it was it was eleven it o'clock was Pacific. Late. Yeah. So I uh, I tuned in, and then of course the ch- yeah. I mean, we can get into this later, but of course it was not Bronson or Odessa, or anyone of the sort. So that was just pure fan speculation there. But then the on... His,
1: we, we all got very excited. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just yeah. put it that
0: way. Yeah, exactly. Um, for, for just pure speculation. <clears throat> then on Monday at, what was it, 5... 41 p.m. we're going to get really into the well okay so so th- then they started sharing content directly from the Bronson Facebook right. account and that what was fun to watch was The uh, like count go up on those pages from, you know, basically zero to thousands just within hours, especially on Instagram. Because every time you would refresh, it was just like more and more. Mm -hmm. So it was like, wow, this is fun to watch. Um, So anyway, Monday afternoon, evening, they said we're dropping the first tracks from Bronson. Tomorrow, everybody freaks out again. They just put heart attack slash vaults, which... I don't know. I guess people just figured out that that was the name of the first two tracks, but that could have meant anything, right? <laughs> Who knows?
1: <laughs> it could have been like an album title or something. Yeah. Yeah. I, just, I was so thankful because when that first post came out and he, they just said, "Just finished an entire album," I was kind of struck as like, "Oh, the like the next Odessa album is gonna be." A collaboration with Golden Features, very interesting. But they brought the Bronson news. Yeah. And I was like, okay, great. That's it. So it's like a separate project. I love that. And I was so nervous that we Mm. wouldn't get to hear music for some time. They would just like coldly drop this title on us and say, We got music coming. Yeah. See you in July. Yeah. But luckily, the next day we get our, our first listen, our first full official listens from both Heart Attack and Vaults.
0: Yeah, I think I even like said that in a message to you. I was like, I'm not even really sure what to make of this right mm-hmm. now. Like on Sunday, um, and then I said, should I be freaking out? Because I didn't really know. I was like, is this is this Absolutely. something we're gonna see in the ne-? yeah anytime soon, or we're just gonna have to sit here and wait in our sad quarantine state of life? Uh huh. And then it happened. So then at 11, well, I guess noon Eastern on Tuesday, we saw the first two tracks drop so the the kicker was this wasn't necessarily the first time that people had heard these two tracks we just didn't know mm-hmm. who was behind the two right. tracks so we've we heard the first sample in the no sleep 12 mix that came out gosh probably a month ago or more now uh again what is time? Who knows. What is time? But Who anyway, cares? I mean that was that was probably the first big reuniting of Odessa family. I would say, um, and it was really fun to be in the chat room for that YouTube debut and just so much like, fun. Recognize so many names from the Facebook group and have the guys in the group, you know, actually uh, and obviously, okay, keeping up with that chat was insane. Like
1: I tried typing something and it just blew right past me. I was yeah. like, yeah, it's gone.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, incredible. So anyway, that was really exciting. And they they left question marks in the track list for what would eventually become to be known as Heart Attack by Bronson. But I specifically remember, and we talked about this earlier, but I specifically remembered hearing that track. And I think that was yes. I think that was the moment that the chills set in for me at least because it was like i don't know what this is but i love this housey beat to this Mm -hmm. and then later knowing that maybe it is one of their original tracks or something that was um so i guess it came full circle once like this came out was like okay i'm i'm down with this
1: yeah i i mean i felt the exact same way it almost felt like that track was not necessarily a turning point for that uh no sleep mix for me, but just a definite highlight of I love that beat and I love that sample that they dropped in with it. And to to watch it now be like a release song from this new collaboration is just it's very uh thrilling and vindicating. Mm. It's just like, yes, yeah, I cannot wait to hear more of that. Yeah. So I we're very excited to hear what what this uh self-titled album
0: is gonna sound like. For sure. So then Vaults was also played by Lane Eight on a Twitch stream just a couple of days ago. And the hilar- no clue. Yeah, the hilarious thing is that Lane 8 didn't even know who it was. He... He essentially tweeted that he played vaults in a mix recently without knowing it was odessa just a mystery unidentified promo that got sent to him what an amazing tune which is hilarious i guess i just assume these things are so orchestrated and that everybody knows what's going on behind the scenes but clearly ninja tune slash foreign family are just sending out these promos with question marks on them and they're like here listen to it if you like it feel free to play it but yeah, we're not go gonna give it a play Whatever. yeah so as an artist love that i mean gosh i mean it's like literally the equivalent of the voice almost right like you, mm-hmm. you do you have no idea who this is and you
1: well it, it reminds me of like the old school way of like sharing literal mm. tapes you know like yeah. hey I'm an artist, and I recorded this, so I'm just going to hand it to you, right. and hopefully, you play. You know, like yeah. it's just it's very, very lo-fi. I love that.
0: Yeah. So along the same lines, the Ninja Tune on April 17th put out this mysterious, unlabeled piece of vinyl, just A side, B side, two tracks. It has blind, or I'm not really sure how they're saying this. If it's B line or blind but it's just B L I N E is the track name so i don't know but people i saw people asking what exactly is a B line It's <laughs> like I, uh, I who knows Um, people were explaining, you know, as you're rushing to get out of a situation or something like that, that could line out of there. Yeah. And then blackout is the other track. Um, so this was just basically used as, I guess, promo slash for sale on the Ninja Tune website and you could buy it, but you had no idea who made the records or, or anything other than the fact that it was out on Ninja Tune. It did have the logo that we now know to be the Bronson logo on the album artwork. But other than that, it just said limited edition, untitled white label, 12-inch by unknown artists, hand stamped, hand numbered. They only made 200 of them. So whoever scooped those up, props for having faith in the (laughs) system, I guess.
1: Yeah, you are now sitting on what hopefully turns into a nice little piece of uh, dance music history. We'll just have to see.
0: Yeah, and they're floating around on some vinyl exchange websites of course, the moment they're listed, they're getting scooped up now after oh, the yeah. fact that we know who it is. But I would love to have known how much those sold for as an unknown artist versus mm-hmm. now. Like, I think I saw some people saying they were spending like 70, 80 bucks on one, which probably kind of on the low end <laughs> for something like this. I don't know. I mean, that's like such a unique thing that you're never going gonna-
1: to. I, yeah, I mean. Obviously, the price is only going to go up. Yeah. Um, Low price. Agreed. Like, someone got a steal
0: on that. And actually, one of the websites where you can buy a lot of vinyl, it's called rushhour.nl, has samples of the two tracks. Of course, they're not labeled. Um, It does now say the artist is Bronson, and the title is Beeline slash blackout but on the samples it just says side a and side b so here is side a Flipping the record over, here's a sample of side B. Was uh, just such a cool way to plant seeds so far back that we didn't even realize were happening, and then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. here it is. Now it's like, oh, now we can look back and and just enjoy that process. The other thing that took place on, I, I guess it was Sunday. I just have a screen capture of the tweet chain here, but it was from Brownies and Lemonade, who are an event collective promoters. Kind of tough to explain, but they used to do a lot of shows in LA, or I guess still do, and. Uh, curate some stages at festivals as well. But they tweeted and quote, so Odessa and Golden Features collabed and put together a brand new album if only there was a way to hear some of it, dot, 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 and then like a a shush face emoji. Mm -hmm. I think that was also what led to a lot of people thinking, oh my god, they're going to be on this live stream tonight. And then Dancing Astronaut, who's a dance music news blog site, basically replied and said hey, at proximity M, and they responded, oh, hmm, I can arrange something. So then you had all these justifications as to why this might be true. Proximity, if you don't know, uh, Proximity and Brownies and Lemonade together produced Digital Mirage, which was a live stream festival from a couple of weeks ago. So I think this all started to make sense for people. But anyway, it wasn't um, anything but that. It ended up that Proximity, their YouTube account debuted the video. They premiered the music. Yeah. The next... Uh, I guess two days from then. So that's what they were kind of teeing up there um, and orchestrating that tweet uh, conversation. But nonetheless, it backfired a tad bit for Odessa family that was obsessing over that. Also, I thought it was interesting that the Bronson Twitter account actually was created a year ago. Somebody pointed out. Was it really? Yeah, so it said, joined March 2019. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) So if you would have just stumbled upon that you know, I mean, it's at we are Bronson. I, I mean, obviously you wouldn't mm-hmm. have thought anything of it. The logo of the bolt cutters would have just been like, you know, I have no idea what this yeah, is. what the heck? I guess you could look to see who they were following. They follow five accounts. Maybe they weren't following Odessa or other people, but it would have been interesting to see if they were hinting, man, what a gold mine find that would have been. We need that time machine. to go back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I think the other cool thing was that all the people that were Shazamming these tracks in in no sleep, and on lane eights, we're getting the Shazam infos saying it was Bronson. And I think a lot of people just assume, oh, that's a mistake. Yeah, you know, Shazam whatever. doesn't know what the hell they're labeling here. You know, this must be some weird artist that's recognizing as wrong. And I don't even mm-hmm. know how that works. How is, how is that even in the Shazam system at that point?
1: I That's a great question because. I, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't even have tried that. Kudos to everyone that was actually Shazamming because I just would have been like, ah, I don't think it's real. Like I, yeah. I, I don't think Shazam's gonna help here, but like just yeah. having the faith to try it, we're getting we've got some early answers without even knowing that they were answers.
0: Yeah, so that was cool. I think a lot of people saying it's just nice that after a month of staring at this, like I actually can figure out what mm-hmm. uh, what this information was. So that's essentially the timeline of how this all came to be, at least from what I could dig up and timestamps, um, again, I feel like we should keep our ears and eyes out for whatever 5.13 may mean. Maybe it's somebody's birthday or something. Or maybe the next track comes out on May 13th. Guys,
1: I'm just kidding. Everyone, everyone, post it everywhere.
0: Yeah, they're going to do a secret show from i don't know uh i I think it's interesting so we we got like the full press release and bios and stuff like that on tuesday and so i think it's it's interesting to hear them talk about the process of putting together this album and namely that they're in different time zones and they did so much of this work Mm -hmm. remotely aside from a short week-long span of time that they were Yep. I assume in Australia.
1: Remote reaches of Barrie, Australia. And that was that was back in uh, 2018. This yeah. has been almost three years in the making, this whole yeah. project has. So keep that in mind as well. This has been going yeah. on for longer than you might expect.
0: Yeah, and and I guess Golden Features, his, his name is actually Tom Stell. And we'll dive in a little more to his background and play you some of his tracks his golden features here in just a bit but for those of you who may not immediately recognize him and know who he was I was kind of in the same boat until Sundara that was Mm -hmm. the first Mm -hmm. point that I had had some interaction with golden features and I you know I would have seen the name listed on the lineup but I just kind of thought I don't really know some another foreign family person that... Right. Yeah, well, I'm sure sure it'll be great. And then, you know, you get into the pre-party on the first night, and he ends up playing with Odessa. So I I did see somebody point out, like, this may have been the first Bronson performance that ever happened, and we didn't even know what was happening in front Uh of us. Granted, they weren't playing, obviously, their own Bronson tunes at the time, but... Something fun to point out, but he actually was on one of the VIP edits of
1: Memories That You Call, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, from the deluxe edition of A Moment Apart,
0: yeah, so not totally a foreign name here. If you're a diehard fan, you're probably uh, well aware of who he is, but regardless, a lot of people I'm sure had their. Hands up in the air asking, who who this? Who this? Why does he wear gold mask? Why you do this? Uh, so, yeah, we'll talk about that more in just a bit. But let's talk about more on Bronson and who they are explaining themselves to be via the official bio and, pr- and press release and that kind of stuff. And I think the theme throughout their description is highlighting that this is certainly a, a side slash separate project from what either mm-hmm. of or I shouldn't say I guess either I guess all three of them have ever worked on before because as we know Clayton and Harrison have had their own individual side projects before they came together as Odessa and Tom obviously has done Golden Features but he's also worked with and collaborated with other artists as well on different right, projects right. so this is you know totally separate from all those things and free from any expectations attached to those other projects. So that's probably the the most important thing to remem- remember as you listen to and absorb some of these tracks and just the project as a whole, that it's it's something totally different, even though it is comprised of members of Odessa. This is not an Odessa album. It's <laughs>
1: very, I mean, it's super exciting because I think a lot of people, us included, and everyone listening to this has a very personal connection to The boys, quote-unquote. And I'm super excited just to watch them take on something a little different and take a crack at it and surprise us again. Yeah. As they did when they first debuted.
0: I think some people had even speculated that the the next Odessa album was going to be, and I think we've talked about this in prior episodes, was going to be more instrumental, a little darker, Mm -hmm. a little edgier. And I think this is a lot of those things, even if it is a separate um, project of, a, of, of its own. It makes a lot of comments about light versus dark in the uh, explanation of, the, I guess, the whole album as itself, but specifically mm-hmm. in Heart Attack and Vaults, and I think you can figure that out. I mean, Heart Attack is very much a vocal, melodic, light right. tune, and Vaults is... Is kind of the opposite inverse of that. So I imagine that we'll hear more of that as the album progresses. Um, I'm trying to... L- I'm looking at the actual track list and i guess that makes sense since heart attack is the second track vaults is the fifth out of 10 so hopefully it takes a progression back and forth it's actually funny when i was reading the light versus dark part and it's it's how we talk about electric forest so often in mm-hmm.
1: the day and the night and yeah the, the bands yes exactly yeah
0: so i thought that was that was interesting i guess we I mean, I guess this is life, right? You have light and dark mm-hmm. moments through throughout existence, so it's cool for them to, to mention all of that. On the album itself, they also made note that gallant and totally enormous extinct dinosaurs have guest features, and then on track number seven called Call Out actually has vocals by Harrison and Tom themselves. So
1: super, super excited to hear that.
0: What's that going to be like? Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. I also have to laugh a little bit as I read this line in a press... Press releases are—they're a work of art in their own. They
1: are—they are, they are definitely—and I know we've mentioned this in this podcast, yeah. just about how insano some of these descriptions yeah. of songs can be.
0: I mean, it's almost like hearing how people explain wine or—or or, like, yeah, or coffees, nah. guys. It's just—it's just coffee. It's either good or bad. I'm probably not <laughs> tasting grapefruit in there, but anyway, the line in this track with vocals by Harrison and Tom says it's. It's a song that lulls the listener into tranquility. I mean, that's pretty tame. In That's pretty mild by,
1: <laughs> by these standards, for sure. But
0: there are several things that I read in some of the bios and on, on different websites that I just kind of had to, to laugh a little bit. Here's a, here's a good one. Heart Attack finds a weightless, dreamy soundscape in La- Lara's vocals. While vaults explores a gripping intensity by way of distorted bass lines and edgier cinematic tones. It's just like adjective upon adjective.
2: Ooh, <laughs> and I don't sounds good. And
0: I it does. I mean, it, it's like very mystical in its sense. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't even know what this means. I just need to listen to the song even more now yeah. to figure out what they were describing. And as a writer, I imagine. It's, kind of, it's got to be pretty difficult to put music into words
1: as well. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm imagining now that you made that comparison, them listening to the music and swirling wine and like they have their fountain pen Uh uh-huh yes yeah lulls you into tranquility yeah
0: exactly or it's just a competition of who can come up with the best (laughs) line to describe this song and and also i often wonder how much input the artists themselves have in those descriptions if they're if they just kind of roll their eyes at it and they're like oh that's not at all what Mm -hmm. we felt when we made the song but that's what the writer decided or whatever i mean you you get this more so even in, in reviews and stuff, less on the press side of things, right, but it's just right. it's just fascinating. But they did note that Heart Attack was the very first track that they worked on, I feel like. I read somewhere.
1: It was the first vocal, vocal track, track that yeah. they worked on for the record.
0: And they said it came together really quickly, obviously with the two distinctive sounds of Golden Features and Odessa together, but it served as the turning point where they thought this could be a whole separate mm-hmm. project of their own And then Vaults, they describe as it being a cornerstone to the overall sound design and aesthetic of the album. The track really proved a departure from each artist's own respective styles and set a definitive change in direction for the Bronson project. They say we knew we had something special here and it served as a guiding light for the rest of the record. Makes sense that they would choose those two tracks to be the first out. That's essentially Bronson as they are describing themselves.
1: Yeah. So July seventeenth. We now you don't you still have to wait. Yeah. And the wait is still gonna feel like forever. But yep. it's really not that bad. Yeah. In the, in the grand scheme of things. So set your calendars. Set your alarms. July seventeenth. Yeah. Bronson.
0: And then they did put out via their socials just some other words about the project and i think it was reinforcing the idea that this is something we did with no specific goal in mm-hmm. mind it just kind of naturally happened we there was a great quote on golden features website it was it was it was saying that the two acts had been on the festival circuit together a few times notably in quotes getting slowly seduced by each other's music so
1: that's amazing. Yeah,
0: on uh, I guess that was in Groovin the Moo in 2016, which is I guess a festival in Australia, I'm going to imagine. But anyway, it says over a week the material flowed fast and they quickly realized that a new project outside of their own. They called it Bronson. When we in quote, when we realized it wasn't either of our sounds, we decided it was a different group. This was a huge turning point. But I just thought the slowly seduced by each other's music was a great quote to pull out of that description in that
1: way i, I imagine just you know I'm, I'm trying to picture myself as a fly on the wall there and just how organic all of mm. this all sounds it all came together first with just like hey i like your music you like my music let's just you know let's just do something together yeah hence the memories that you call remix and you know continuing to work together and to get to a point in that creative process where you're saying we have something really special here let's take it to the next level and let's actually make this a side project that we can invest our time into. Yeah. It just sounds like it came together very, very organically. And i loved, love, to hear that.
0: In this note, they also said that working together really pushed all of each other out of their comfort zones. And that, I thought this was interesting. They say, you learn so much just in watching someone else's workflow and creative process. You might be surprised to learn who is responsible for what on the record. As we all began to adopt influences from one another somewhat unexpectedly. And I think that's something super relatable in the mm-hmm. career. Creative world that you get yourself in this flow, or maybe even rut, and of just doing stuff the same way, and then you Mm -hmm. stand over somebody else's shoulder and you watch them do the same task, and you're like, "Holy crap, how did you do it?" Or like, "I wouldn't even imagine to do something this way, or whatever." So that's got to be a A super refreshing experience. Oh, absolutely. And they sort of pull it back to pandemic times in this statement as well, saying one of the core motives of, of Bronson is perseverance through struggle. And while they were writing and recording the album in quotes, we all related to this in our own personal ways, whether that be internal or otherwise. We also saw that same theme on a larger scale in the world around us. And it's even more true today. So... I have to wonder also when you work on something two years ago or more and you're just kind of sitting on it slowly, piecing it together like we said earlier across time zones and throwing stuff in drop boxes and sharing mm-hmm. samples back and forth and trying to make that work I don't know I guess you just kind of have to hope that the world is in the same place that you were back when you made it but then it totally changes and it actually works out better I don't know it's it's um, it's, a,
1: it's really, it really is a best case scenario right about now it's, yeah. it seems like yeah, And the quote right after that, our hope is that you can really connect with this music on a personal level and find some reprieve no matter what you may be confronting in your own life. Which, normally, very relatable yeah. in its own way, but like, holy cow, yeah. right now... Globally relatable. Been, yeah. yeah, like multiplied a thousand times over yeah, is what people need.
0: Yeah. I also just thought how lucky... We and the artists are that none of them were planning to be touring right now. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so
0: yes. we didn't have to go through the heartache of a bunch of a moment apart or whatever show cancellations. We've right. we've mentally prepared ourselves that it could be quite some time before we see a next live performance. So at least we saved ourselves that heartache and instead we're getting surprise new music. So Odessa Family wins in this case when a lot of artists are are not. That's for sure. I I did note that the Bronson website does have booking information. So if you go to the contact us oh. page, like they have their booking agent is there. So I would assume that that would mean this is something that they plan to take on the road and in a live show. And I even saw some people speculating, okay, well, they can add this to their next Sundara, or to their next tour, and they can do all these other side projects, and they don't have to have even other artists. It's just them doing all these different <laughs> monikers or whatever, which that would be exhausting. Oh my lord, as I can't an, even imagine as an artist. Yeah, I can't imagine. I also noticed a lot of people were comparing this to Porter Robinson, just as like a point of reference
1: of and Virtual Self, yeah, his side project. Uh, it, for him, it's another project, and he it's still just him he's not collaborating with anybody else yeah but a big departure from what he was making before
0: yeah and it's also possibly this is a new concept to a lot of electronic or dance or even pop listeners today but very, very common in dance music in earlier times for artists mm-hmm. to have all these different pseudonyms and they would release music based on the sound under those different pseudonyms. So I guess basically because people had very specific expectations of what those would sound like. So they had basically created those all those different artists so that they would keep those fans from getting upset. Getting antsy. Yeah, getting, if they departure too far you know, like, from their that's sound. That's
1: not what I expected from yeah, you sort exactly.
0: of thing. So, not a totally new concept here that someone would take a project on the side and, and grow it out. So, that's what we know of Bronson today. Like we said, album's out July 17th. And you can buy merch now. In fact, a lot of it's already sold out. So, I'm sorry if you missed... There, it's
1: some... Excellent looking merch. Very sleek. They're sticking with the black and yellow theme yep. for sure. And yep. I'm here for it.
0: Yeah. And actually, I guess we could talk about the bolt cutter, the logo, before we get into anything else. What we think it means or what other people think it means. Within probably hours, somebody created a Facebook group specifically for Bronson. Um, <laughs> it was.
1: It's astonishing how quickly that came together and how... Already the posts are flowing.
0: Oh, yeah. It's really nice to be able to comb through those and see people's reaction and thoughts to just everything that's going on. But back to the bolt cutters. Somebody asked what they're about, and the very first comment was from Nick. And he said, setting free of the limitation between both artist styles and tackling a new genre. Which I thought was deep.
1: And I feel like that nails it on the head. <laughs> like, that is about as good as anything I would have said. Yeah, I,
0: I mean, I think that's that's Nick should probably get into writing press releases because <laughs> like that is it right there. A lot of a lot of people liking that. I also like Brittany Hall's comments, saying, cutting everything the F up. Which I think, Absolutely. you know. Just breaking yeah, breaking through the boundaries, cutting cutting it up. I guess I didn't necessarily have any major thoughts on it at first.
1: Yeah, I I didn't really either. My only takeaway was just from the colors, the black and the yellow and the the stylizing of the bolt cutters being very rough and, and mm. grimy and I thought that was just a cue towards the sound that we were gonna be getting, that darker Yep. Not as melodic sound, but we'll see. I mean, we still have eight more songs to hear, yep. and yep. we'll just have to see.
0: Yeah, even the typeface is kind of grungy, mm-hmm. industrial-ish. I mean, and you see that in the artwork as well. Some 90s grunge vibes, for sure. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. I also, I saw Cassie was her name saying, I just spent 60 bucks on a crop top hoodie with bolt cutters on it <laughs> that won't be arriving until July. Odessa has got me again, which I think everyone can relate Relatable. to.
1: Relatable. Yeah. For sure. So. Hashtag relatable.
0: Anyway, you can pre-order the album, vinyl, all the merch you can um, imagine. It's over at wearebronson.com. Somebody else pointed out that there's a movie with the same name called Bronson, mm-hmm. and that Harrison had, at one point had mentioned it was one of his favorite movies i guess i don't know what the source is of that when
1: i first heard that i i had heard of the movie bronson i knew it just as one of tom hardy's big breakout roles and at first when i saw that post uh i was like i mean maybe it's his favorite movie but there's got to be like another reason that they chose this name like i don't know if that's necessarily the link but as we went through the press release and they talked about in this line specifically about we want people to connect on a personal level and find reprieve no matter what you may be confronting in your own life and also the fact that the album is about perseverance through struggle Mm. specifically the movie itself i know is is bathed in that idea it follows the life of a prisoner one of britain's most violent and all this stuff and it just follows his like bare knuckle fighting years and it's just it's it's a struggle it's like a, a hard-hitting dark deep movie yeah. so maybe there is more of a link to that than we initially or I
0: initially gave it credit for definitely makes sense in the concept of perseverance and just fighting through yeah so there's certainly been a fair amount of speculation as to what the f- term or phrase Bronson, actually means and i'm not sure how many people caught this but anna luneau hosts a show called dance excel which is also a playlist on apple music and she did have clayton and harrison on the show and they gave a i'd call it a rather simple explanation as to why they came up with the name bronson for this project
1: and what about this new name bronson where did it come from
0: so that was uh, <laughs> kind
3: of funny we stayed um in barry australia to meet up for the first time together and actually work on music in the same place instead of over dropbox and whatnot um and the first night we started working together we worked like a 14-hour day on a bunch of music and it was going really well and we decided to take a break and watch a movie and that movie happened to be bronson and Just because uh, we enjoyed the film and and it was kind of the first day we worked together, we we started using that as a placeholder. So pretty much the name of the file that we were working on was, was Bronson for a long time, and it just kind of stuck.
0: So that's it. Right from the source, you can hear the full interview, which honestly covers a lot of the stuff that we've already sh- uh, talked about in the press release and bios and that kind of stuff. But it is in uh, Anna Leno's Dance Excel show on Apple Music. The, the only other description I saw somebody post was that Bronson is a relatively rare Anglo-Saxon surname and that it uh, it means son of brown. So, oh, no, great. Uh, Max Van Wetchel posted this in one of the Facebook groups, and he says, In Old English, brun stood for dark and dusty, but did not morph into the color meaning of brown until the late Middle Ages. He says, Whatever it is, I'm down. So, Whatever it is, that's right the, there with you. That's the only other description we have. So... We talked about earlier that we would dive a little further into Golden Features for you if you are completely unfamiliar with who he is. Um, His name's Tom Stell. He's been doing this project since 2014. And I guess maybe we mentioned it earlier, but he's Australian. And I think there's a pretty, pretty good base of Australian DJs and producers that are quite popular there. And some have sort of made it over to the U.S. or and or worldwide, and some are mostly popular in Australia, uh-huh. but uh, uh-huh. but Peking duck. Uh, other fellow Australians and Tom shared a house for a year and he says in this is all from Wikipedia by the way so I have to preface that because sometimes I click on the source for these quotes and the pages just don't exist so I worry you know. that these are made up quotes but they sure sound good and they they make the story make sense in my mind so I'm not I'm, like, not opposed. And do you
1: really think someone would go on the internet and just post lies? So Yeah, it's just not
0: possible. It. The internet filter would just immediately, like, remove that <laughs> stuff automatically. So, anyway, he says those two, referring to Peking Duck, are like my brothers, and without both of their support and guidance, the Golden Features Project never would have seen the light of day. So, I thought that was kind of cool. I was just imagining them not even really knowing... Each other, What they do. This, again, I'm making this all up, but they're they decide to like get <laughs> hey. this house together and they're like, hey, we're DJs and we make music. You want to you want to watch us do some stuff? And he's like, that's cool. And then now he's golden features.
1: We're going to add that to the Wikipedia article. Yeah, we way, should. We should
0: in exactly that casual of description and we'll see if it gets flagged. Uh, and the the next comment here is going to totally debunk that because it says that Tom was previously bomber in an electronic duo of uh Cairo and Bomber with Cairo Herbert and they combined with DJ Tiger Lily to release a single called Look at the Lights in September 2013. So obviously yeah, everything I just said was a lie.
1: But it was a fun little tale. Little it was tale. Fun,
0: yeah. That was the TV version of the story, mm-hmm. um, not, not the book version. So it, uh, interestingly, I mentioned the golden mask, um, which he had on sometimes at Sundara and other times not. So that was kind of confusing to me as well. In the bio, it says that he... Was wearing the gold mask to just be an anonymous producer so that yes, you know nobody really knew who it was. He was saying, in quotes, you go out, you do whatever you have to do, you just put it out there in the world, and you don't expect personal credit for it. You do it because it satisfies you. I didn't want my face plastered all over things just because I prefer to have a character that I speak through. And then I guess that kind of backfired a bit for him because he said after he eventually revealed his name, he said it became a gimmick and people became more interested in who is making the music rather than the music itself. So I cut it off and I put my face up everywhere. The initial idea was that the music speak for itself. It backfired, but I stand by it.
1: Yeah, I mean, in this day and age, anytime a new masked DJ comes up, the first thing people do is say, oh, I know who's under the mask. Yeah. It's the so-and-so's secret side, you know? Like, yeah. I can see how that might backfire.
0: Yeah, I mean, let's think of another very iconic masked DJ. I'm thinking of Marshmallow right now in that, like, exactly everyone said, like, oh, we know exactly who it is. But talk about a totally separate project of someone right. who was putting out music that was very different put on a mask, created this character so that they could do something totally different. Yeah, very similar to what we're seeing happen here. But back to Golden Features, he had several different tracks that performed really well on the charts in Australia, and we do want to play just a couple of songs for you. This first one is one of his most listened to tracks on Spotify. This one is called Wolfie with Julia Stone. Here's another called Worship. he did with the presets. It's called
2: Paradise.
0: Another called Do You. Of course we all know this one, it's the Odessa and Golden Features VIP remix of Memories That You Call. He also did a remix of Odessa's Falls, which I think is a little lesser known, but here's a sample of that. That's kind of a sampling of what Golden Features has released. His debut album was called Sect. And I thought it was interesting that his comment on that album was that it was an exercise in not being tied down to one thing or one sound, which is kind of what we're hearing a lot of.
1: That's exactly what's happening right now. Yeah,
0: exactly. And I think a lot of artists are... I mean, it's that that tough thing between artistic freedom and being able to market something you know right right like you can't just be all over the place all the time you're never going to find like a foothold in this very crowded musical world and fans kind of want that same flavor at least a little bit at a time so that's just tough you always
1: run the risk of scaring off the very people that built you up right like that's always the that's one of the big yeah. Big fears, I think, of There's artists a lot. lot of
0: time. Yeah, so it's always a gamble, and I think it's really important that we support the artists through that, whether they do it under their own name or, or a separate project. So that's, uh, I think, as much as we'll share with you for now on Golden Features, of course you can do your own research and listen to more of his music, but we also want to share various fan reaction from... Bronson as a project and the tracks themselves. This is stuff that we've collected over the last couple of days from the Facebook groups and on Reddit and some on Twitter and just other random places that I found. The first one that I thought was frustrating was somebody asking, what genre is this? I can't figure it out, and that kind of goes to our our prior conversation of do you have to put a description and a name mm-hmm. on every little thing? Some people calling it house with an Odessa feel. I mean, it, it, definitely parts of it. Uh, I think I would uh, of the track. I would ag- or tracks. I would agree that with uh, somebody else even said, can someone please find that crazy genre name generator website? Blanc fusion. I don't even know <laughs> what does this even mean, Connor says i always call their genre experimental because they shift around a lot i think that's pretty fair dark Dark
1: house industrial vibe for vaults and heart attack is more pop dance
0: I don't know. I don't think we can really... I mean, people were calling, you know, like a moment apart to be closer to, to future bass and stuff like that. And future base as a genre term was really getting thrown around a lot a couple of years ago. And I don't really know that we are using that as much anymore either. So I don't know. It's tough to describe and I don't know that we need to. I think that the
1: key reason that we put labels on stuff is so we can describe it easier to people that aren't familiar with it. Right. The whole talking about putting words to music Music and if I told someone, "Have you ever heard of they Their future bass." They'd still be like, "What the hell are you talking yeah, about?" Like, like that doesn't provide yeah. the description of how it feels to hear the music. It's it's hard to do that. You know, it's hard to find the labels for yeah. this type of thing. I feel.
0: Yeah. So our answer to that is it doesn't matter. Do we need labels? We like no. it. That's what genre it is. <laughs> 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 so the the trio was featured on new music daily which is apple music's daily podcast but on the cover artwork all three of them in a very dashing shade of black so that went over very well no. went over well with some of the ladies in the uh facebook group caitlin says do we have three dads now
1: yes and then also ashley said "God damn, harrison's face hard <laughs> eye emoji yeah so yes
0: So the thirst is real out there. We've, I guess, haven't really talked about the March Madness bracket that is going around. We'll get to it here in a second. But somebody did just do a quick poll of what people are preferring as far as these two tracks. Um, Bronson bracket round one. Heart Attack versus Vault. Yeah, so Heart Attack is winning... 43 to 26 right now which i don't i don't think it's that surprising i think melodic vocal based tracks are going to resonate with a larger audience more so than an instrumental dark driving track if that makes absolutely. sense absolutely so I wanted to listen to these two tracks in the right way, so I waited to press play until I was in front of my best sound system, which also happens to be tied to an Apple TV with built-in screensaver graphics. And it was almost perfect as that kicked in because it was this beautiful nighttime flyover of LA and some other cities as Vault came on. And it was just the perfect visual to that sound. So purely coincidental on behalf of my Apple TV, but it turned out to be very nice. Um, So they also put out a, a visual, I don't even know what to call it, just a visualization of Heart Attack on YouTube. It's yeah, Not a was, music uh, video, I, but yeah, just something to go along to watch while you're listening. It's a, it's a music animation. Yeah, something that you would almost see playing on the screen behind the performers at a live mm-hmm. show. And In this case, it was a very flowy scarf just blowing around in space and reacting to different parts of the music I did see someone say that they would give all their money to buy that scarf. I'm surprised it wasn't on the merch website, honestly.
1: A scarf that you can make into a face cover Exactly. Up? So hot right now.
0: Exactly. That's what I thought, too. Like Everybody's looking for masks, so that would be perfect. I guess we forgot to say, too, that uh, Toki Monsta actually included one of the tracks in the, ver- the opening of the intermission broadcast that she did a couple of weeks ago. And then we also found out that G. n. Gian Galling did all the artwork and I get probably the video graphics that we were just talking about too. But anyway, Mm -hmm. he tweeted that out that he had been working with Odessa and Golden Features for the past several months on that. Um, I have no idea how someone found that tweet. I think that's what's been amazing is watching like their Bitcoin miners, people just go out and scraping together any little bit of information that they can find on what's going on. True internet
1: detectives. Yeah. putting the nose in the grindstone finding these pieces
0: yeah so that's been that's been fun to watch also Michael in one of the Facebook groups actually was the new Bronson Facebook group said glad to be here on the ground floor I don't know what to do with my hands this was on uh I guess Sunday night right after the initial announcement same Michael (laughs) yeah I mean it was just like what do we do? do how do we handle this information Allie Rowe who's an iconic member of the Odessa family Facebook group says, I'm so happy for the three of them. They created a new sound, not a collaborated mix of the two. From what I've read in the Ninja Tune article, it gave them a feeling of freedom that they'd not felt in a while. They seem so happy and ready to embark on this new entity of music. I'm excited for the Bronson project and a new contrast of musical elements and ideas. I hope y'all are too. I think that's, a fantastic summary of what our thoughts would be and a lot of us who just want to support artists and allow them to of course do work obviously there are going to be some naysayers on the other side who are just confused by what that is <laughs> we had still people asking is this a collab It's not completely Odessa. Luckily, there's a lot of people who are jumping in to clarify what it is. And Carter in the Odessa Family Facebook group, for instance, says, guys, it's not Odessa. It's different. Literally exactly like when Porter went into Virtual Self. Don't expect Odessa stuff. Two different genres with different names for a reason.
1: I really liked this post by Bohemian Taco on Reddit. As a point of perspective, uh, they said, I remember when Line of Sight was first released and I initially felt disappointed. Now I think it's a beautiful song. When AMA was finally released, I'll never forget hearing those first three tracks back to back and everything made sense. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a, a key part of it is that I've always been a firm believer that music is best heard in chunks, in albums, as the way the artist intended it. So like maybe Vault doesn't come across the way that it does as a single, but when you put it in context with the rest of the album, and you're flowing between these differences in light and dark, it's going to be a completely different feeling. Yep. Again, I think it's best to save final judgment until we get that album in our hands July 17th.
0: Yeah. And I mean, imagine how a live show even flows, you know, like watching Mm -hmm. the A Moment Apart tour and how all those come together. And it's like that particular song seems to drop at the... Perfect moment for you and everybody else in the crowd. And I think it is kind of uncommon in electronic music to have storylined albums. It's a lot of times just yeah. a collection of, well, here's a bunch of songs I made with no particular ordering to them, but we're up for something very different here. Ryan on Facebook kind of said similar things, saying, like, I think it's going to be a super creative album and that he didn't like late night at first, but then it grew on him. So yeah, I think a lot of things you just have to give it the time that it deserves. The Orphanizer on Reddit also says, love Odessa, love Golden Features, love Odessa's VIPs because they shifted towards a darker and more progressive sound. They said they want to experiment with a darker sound in the past. If they decide to keep Odessa as it has been, then I'm honestly more hyped for Bronson's debut. So I think you may even find some people who prefer this new direction Mm -hmm. over the past. But I also think ultimately it's okay to like both or only like one or the other. That's okay. That's okay. Okay, we also love to hear what you think about the new project and the tracks that have been released so far. We posted a phone number in a couple of the Facebook groups asking people to record a voicemail or send us uh, a voice memo. You can still do that, by the way, if you'd like. The phone number is 417-812-6358. That's 417-812-6358. Or you can always send a voice memo over to hello at icopod.com. But here are some of the responses.
2: Hey guys, this is Amy G from Fam. I am a huge fam so far. I flipped out and was over the moon when heart attacks was um, not IV'd yet, but released in the uh, No Sleep 12 mix and latched onto it immediately. Um, Was lucky enough to have a friend who pulled... An mp3 of just that song and listen to it over and over and over uh, until the bronx project was announced at which point i got really excited because i'm a golden features fan as well don't know much about them outside of just a little bit on their album but i'm excited to have this experience with them and heard about the sundara experience that many of you were able to uh experience that i was not because i was not a sundara um, but to catch that dj set seems magical so anyways about the tracks Absolutely love heart attacks. Absolutely love bolts. Love that they're two different sounds. Love that they are this marriage of you know, a Golden Feature sound. Um, at the same time, being completely different. I was talking with my friend Dylan about them, uh, who's also in FAM, and he and I were talking about the fact that they're so familiar and like being at home, but so new. It's like moving into a new house. Uh, just such a great feeling and exciting, and I'm ready for the new album and more of the tracks. So excited! Absolutely love the musicality, love the vibes, love the influences.
3: Hey, this is Ian Canterman. I'm actually calling from uh, New Jersey, and I think uh, what I what I really appreciate the most about the project as a whole is. How Tom and, and Harrison and Clay are branching out of their, their typical norms. And I think it really uh broadens your perspective as a as a music listener to appreciate when artists do come together and collaborate is change. And sometimes we're not used to change. And I think that the new tracks, Heart Attack and False, are, are really different than what we're used to hearing from Odessa. Um, and especially if You know, you didn't really listen to Golden Features before, Um, you know, I hear involved I hear more of Odessa, um, and then in Heart Attack, I think I hear more of Golden Features in terms of some of the vocals, but I think it's really cool to see where they're going with this, and I'm really excited to hear the rest of the album, especially the the seven-minute track at the end with totally enormous extinct dinosaurs. Um, it's quite a name. Um, I've been exploring their music a lot more recently, so really excited to uh, see where they're gonna go with this. Really excited to see how it's gonna help them develop as, as you know music creators Maybe it'll inspire them to try something new when they work on their own music as Odessa or as Tom as Golden Features, but uh, definitely eager to uh, hear the rest.
4: Hey, so my name's Amin. So first off, I guess I'll just split it up by each song, um, but I'm going to start with the one I like the most, which is Vault. Um, I think the reason why I like Vault so much is the first is uh it resembles so much of uh my past when it comes to like cartoons and stuff uh, it brings back tron uh and tron legacy because it gives me such this like a vibe that um the, the movie or the game gave me with like the motorcycle riding and stuff like that so i love it and um as far as heart attacks of course i heard that during the no sleep mix and um i loved it and it just like it just hits differently it's something different than you haven't like ever heard in the more recent past um it's definitely something that i feel like other foreign fan members might take a hold of and I want to see their twist on it and their own feel on it because people like for instance like Memba I think would bring such a different element with his um, drum usage especially I think I don't know the exact drum um, usage or the drum name uh, but it is called I've heard it in Punjabi music a lot and I love the sound of it so I feel like with that song and putting like Memba twist on it it would be very interesting to hear Um, other than that both songs are amazing but for uh, but for me at least Vault is by far one of my favorites
5: Hi, my name is Sarah, and I'd like to tell you how much I love The Bronson Project. Um, I've been an Odessa fan for a few years, and I found out about Golden Features actually at Sundara last year. And it's funny because we all got a little taste of this project on opening night, and none of us had any idea. Um, It's cool being fans of these artists before they collaborated together, but it's also interesting to kind of leave those expectations behind and allow for this new experience, this new thing that they're creating. Um, I've heard four songs on the record so far and I love every single one of them. They all have different meanings to me and it's really, really cool that these artists are combining talent and creating something new. I look forward to seeing what they are doing for the future if they go on tour together or anything like i'll definitely be there
0: so thanks so much to everybody who called in to offer your own individual thoughts and like we said before you can still share those with us as well via the phone number or email address So that's uh, kind of a sampling of what folks are saying, at least initially, that I'm sure will keep swirling as the weeks go on. I'm still waiting on the next single on May 13th since that's...
1: (laughs) (laughs) We've now established that's when it's coming out.
0: Uh, Who knows? That's got to be a tough one as well to decide how many singles to actually release before the full album because you don't want to give it all away. Before you tell your full story, that's,
1: that's always very tricky. I've I've had artists that I love that literally released the entire album as a single. Like they would put out every single song every other week. Yeah. And When I got the album in my hands, I was like, well, great. I now have no surprises left. Yeah. You know? And yeah. but you also don't want to tease too little. Right. Tricky balance.
0: Yeah, for sure. And it, I mean, a lot of times it used to be the game of getting radio airplay. So you would release those mm-hmm. singles so that it would get people excited to, you know, go out and buy the album when it dropped. But yeah, the landscape's a little different these days, and especially for this type of music. I did find a couple of funny Odessa quarantine themed posts, if you will, in the Reddit group as well. A one was announcing a new album, FFA five feet apart, and it was the album artwork with them obviously standing more.
1: The (laughs) the joke holds up a lot better when you see the album cover, and they're literally standing further
2: apart. Yeah. It's it's excellent.
0: Like, standing opposite directions. And then the other one, coronavirus, be like, summer's gone, and unfortunately... Cries. It's looking like it. At least the summer that we're used to spending it at shows and festivals.
1: We'd also be remiss if we didn't mention the incredibly fun Odessa Pick'em challenge put on by Bobby Shackleton and the Odessa family Facebook group. A lot of songs to choose from. Basically it's a March Madness bracket. Uh and every every day, every few days, you know, posting different challenges to vote on using the like and the surprise face of the on Facebook. And at first I wasn't following it super close, yeah. uh, and honestly, because there's so many songs, right. know, there were so lots to choose from, and I had to like listen back to like remind myself what the songs were. But now that we're getting to the elite eights, right? It is difficult. I cannot. I have no idea who's gonna win. Um, I think we already had a bit of an upset with "Say My Name" going against "Something About You." Can't yeah. called it. Well,
0: I I I meant that more so in my mind. I was like, oh yeah, of course. Clearly, I'm gonna pick "Something About You" that makes every piece of me melt into a puddle like the moment that i hear that first beat of that song in a live show so yeah that was definitely my pick but yeah i hadn't really been paying attention to this either now that i look at the current bracket it looks very overwhelming
1: as at time of recording bloom versus late night i play you listen versus sun models and uh, whoever wins those two matchups will go against something about you. And how did I get here? Yeah, impossible decisions, ladies and yeah, gentlemen. Yeah,
0: I mean, goodness, so many of these songs apply to different feelings and em- emotions and stuff. So it's really hard to. Uh, what a what a difficult and what what happens to the song that wins?
1: Do we? I think that uh, when the song wins, they delete every other song. Oh, and that's the only. So there will only be one Odessa song to listen to. (laughs) Choose wisely, everyone. Choose wisely, guys. Tell me uh, again, Bobby. Thank you so much for putting this on. I mean, I can't imagine the amount of work you put into this, and it's been a lot of fun to watch. So shout out to you, man.
0: Yeah, and let us know which one you're gonna pick for the final and why it's something about you, because. Which I, I mean, it, it would, I'll I mean,
1: throw, I'll throw my vote in for that. Yeah. Like, I will go on record and say, I think it should be something about you.
0: The funny thing is, it's just, it's a remix of Hayden James's song. <laughs> right. But it's just so, uh, it's so Odessa for so many of us that got into them about the time that that was released. So, yeah, Bobby, thank you for your efforts. I'm sure that is not an easy task to keep up with. Thanks for getting that started in the first place. So, that's, I think, a wrap for this episode. Of course, we always want to hear from you. So if you have ideas for the show or you'd like to contribute your thoughts, feedback, whatever that is, you can do that via the Ico podcast on Facebook or uh, Instagram, or you can drop a comment right on the episode on the icopod.com. That is where we post pretty much everything and that also links out to all the podcast providers Spotify, Apple all that kind of stuff so you can subscribe to us there drop us a review on Apple Podcasts that does really help out and I think we have a lot of stuff that we sort of banked up that had been released from Foreign Family Artists and some other stuff that came out in the last couple of months that maybe we can backtrack to in a future episode but we obviously had plenty to talk about Bronson related in this episode in this episode we
1: weren't going to miss that we're going to miss that opportunity for sure
0: so thanks very much for tuning in again my name is kent and i'm clayton this is the Ico podcast and we'll catch you next time <laughs>